Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. You know, Ephraim Salam, it takes a big man to admit when he's wrong, you know? And I would just like to say, I'd like to start off the show on this foot where I would like to take back every critical slash negative thing I've ever said about UCF after their unbelievable win against Georgia Tech today. Wow. Validated with that huge win over. This is basically the equivalent of the 2001 Miami Hurricanes, this Georgia Tech team. So I take all the negativity back and it takes a big man to admit when he was wrong, Ephraim. UCF stand up. (laughs) Okay. Uh huh. You got a lot of hate in your heart. I'm just saying. I'm just. I got to speak truth here. I got a message. Someone hit me up before the show started. Here, let me get the message. Because they knew. They knew. He checked me. He hit me up and he just put, bruh, UCF. That QB Gabriel is filthy. And listen, Dylan Gabriel is a good quarterback, but they played Georgia Tech. Good Lord, I can't take the UCF honks. I can't deal with them. Listen here, man, okay? You need to let that hate out, okay? You need to get (laughs) that hate out of your system, man. It is bogging you down. Life is so much better without the hate. (laughs) No, no, radio shows aren't. Radio shows are worse without hate. That's true. But can I ask you a question? Yeah. What conference is Georgia Tech in? 
They're in the ACC. Is that a Power Five conference? It's a Power Five conference. Okay. What That's conference that, is UCF in? They are in the, uh, what is it, the All-American Conference? The AC? Is that, why it, don't we call it the AC for short? Is that a Power Five conference? No, it is not. Okay. So anytime, <laughs> the way this is set up, right, the way college football is set up, anytime a team outside of the Power Five conference demolishes a team inside the Power Five conferences, it means something. Because the only way, the only way possible for a team outside of the Power Five to get a shot in hell at a championship is to beat every single Power Five conference team they play. And, and it doesn't way, matter to me yeah. if it's Georgia Tech, Mississippi State. It, it doesn't matter. Oh. Just line them up. We're going to knock them down. You are speaking as a former athlete from a school that was not in a Power 5 conference. That's what's going on here. And by the way, it's not the All-American Conference. My bad on that. It's the American Athletic Conference. It's still the AC, right? It's still the AAC. But I disagree with you, big man, and I'll tell you why. I understand what you're saying. And, you know, if you beat a Power 5 team as a non-Power 5 team, it means something. But it, it depends on who you beat exactly, right? There's a big difference between beating Georgia Tech or some other bottom feeder Big Five school compared to a top Power Five team, right? I still think there's some variation depending on who you face among those 65 Power Five teams. Some are really good, some are mediocre, some are bottom feeders. So if you just beat a bottom feeder Power Five team, I'm not going to automatically say, oh, big stuff for you, group of five team to beat that bottom feeder. You're just looking for anything. I'm just saying. Anything to sidetrack the greatness of what we witnessed today. <laughs> Is there a difference between beating LSU and beating Vanderbilt? Nope. Just, no difference. <laughs> Same level, huh? Same level. <laughs> Same footing and everything. Same level. Yeah, we're just going to fundamentally disagree on that one, which is fine, which is fine. You take up for the group of five teams. Someone has to fight the good fight. Of course, I come from a group of five. Yeah. So why wouldn't I fight that fight? I know how hard it is, and when you're going up against top teams, my first game ever starting in college uh, at, what was I, 18 years old, Uh, redshirt, uh sophomore, freshman, whatever I was, I, we played against Cal. Mm-hmm. Cal just happened to have a guy named Reagan Upshaw who was the number one defensive end in the nation. You remember that? I don't. Coming out of college, Reagan Upshaw was the number one pass rusher defensive end in the country. My first game ever, I was a defensive end and linebacker prior to starting as left tackle. Mm-hmm. That was, I was 240 pounds. <laughs> 240-pound offensive lineman at left tackle. Wow. It's unheard of now. It, it's but, just, that doesn't yeah. even exist. But I was an athlete, and that was my first game. Power yeah. 5 conference. This is before they labeled them. Power mm-hmm. 5 conference, and the, the little guy. Well, yep. the little guy won. The little guy won, and this little guy had a great game. There you that go. That was the beginning of my 
journey to making it to the NFL, that game, because no one had ever seen me play offensive line ever anywhere because I was a defensive end and an outside linebacker. So that game against a Power 5 school who were ranked with the number one defensive player in the country, this was what, 95, 95, 95, I think? Yeah, so that my dad said to me after that game, you might be able to make a living at this. That was a real conversation my dad and I had yeah. in the in the family area after that game. And that's what kind of clicked me in. So, yeah, when we're talking about, you know, the other five against the power five, I'm always <laughs> with the other five. <laughs> and, oh, I got recruited by Cal, UCLA, a whole bunch of other school, power five schools. But I wanted to go to San Diego State. That's all fine and dandy. But can I bring it back to the UCF honks yet again? Here's the thing, man. Look, your reaction shows what you expect. And for any UCF honk to be like, hey, hey, beat a Power 5 team. Look at that. Trounced them. Crushed them. Georgia Tech. Are we saying that if a an actual good team is doing that? If Clemson beats Georgia Tech by four touchdowns or whatever it was today, are we like, oh, man, look at Clemson. If LSU does it, no, no, we're not doing that. So if UCF is actually legit, no one should be saying that. It should just be like, yeah, that's kind of what they do. They beat teams that aren't as good as them. But it doesn't turn into that. It turns into, okay, UCF, UCF, stand up. Now, it just I'll, I'll shows tell you what, that Georgia Tech team's not bad. They're run of the mill. No, no, they're no. They're average no. at best. No, they're, they're, they're a pretty talented team. Yeah. Ask Florida State. Florida State stinks, too. Wow, now Florida State stinks. Wow. Florida State is not good yet. Is Florida State in a Power 5 conference? Yes. Here we go. Okay. We know the ACC is the downtrodden (laughs) conference. So it's Clemson and, well, you've got Notre Dame propping them up this year as well. Last year, let's go off of last year. It was Clemson and a bunch of yuck. That's what the ACC was in 2019. Well, Notre Dame is a bunch of yuck, too, then. How about that? How about that? Two to nothing. Fifty-two to nothing for the Irish today. Is that what we're talking about? No. Who no, did the, who like, did they play? The Citadel, South Florida. <laughs> who South happens Florida. to be in the same conference? They're in the act. I I wish, I wish that they played UCF this year. Oh, I do too. I do too. Maybe some teams will cancel and <laughs> you'll be like, "Hey, you guys want? Sure, you want it? Oh. Sure." I would love, I would love that. that. Me and you, big money on the line. Oh, that would be beautiful. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. I would think that we'll agree on this one, Ephraim Salam. You never know. You never know. But um, I'm just why I actually, I forgot that college football was on today. That's how bad this schedule is this weekend. I literally woke up and I was like, Ah, uh, you know, maybe there's some baseball on and I could tennis. put on in the background. I turned on the TV. It was a football game. I'm like, oh, that's right. There's college football today. That's how bad the schedule was today. We have eight of the top 10 teams that are off. We only had Clemson dusting the Citadel and Notre Dame shutting out South Florida. That's it. That's all the top 10 action we had all day. You mean you don't want to see Texas State versus University of Louisiana Monroe? <laughs> 
<laughs> no, and I, I had to play this for you, right? I grabbed this audio. This is Kevin Connors from ESPN. He was promoting the next game coming up. <laughs> just listen to this. It just it puts the day's schedule into the proper perspective. Check it out. Coming up next, we got a good showdown. Trey Self and Stephen F. Austin coming off the win over UTEP a week ago, taking on a UTSA team who had that thrilling overtime victory over Texas State. Lumberjacks and Roadrunners coming up here. Lumberjacks and Roadrunners coming up. We got a big Stephen F. Austin versus UTSA tilt. Credit, really? Credit Ooh. to him. He made that sound so exciting. It did, right? Yeah. You made that sound really good. <laughs> that's 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 craftsmanship right there. Okay? That's yeah. real life craftsmanship. It's a pro right there. But we need the SEC. The SEC tees it up next week and we get actual ranked teams playing. Also, top ten teams Oklahoma was off, Texas was off this week. So once we get the SEC going, now we can start to focus more on the field because to this point, I think it's been about COVID and the Big Ten. Are they coming back? Should they come back? When are they going to start? It's been a lot of stuff outside the lines than actual on the field type stuff because the games haven't been that 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 good yet. No, but at least it's games. Yeah, there's games. I watch Great. a Texas t- Texas State yeah. versus University of Louisiana Monroe. Me too. I'm watching Miami Louisville right now. I'm I'm thankful for ball. Well, those are I two big schools from uh, from Power Five conferences. So I mean, I mean, so if UCF beat one of those teams, look out. They should course. rise to number one in the nation. Of, you know? Well, I mean, if it, I'll say it like this. <laughs> all right, just 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 follow me on this. Okay. All right. If there was ever a time in the college football landscape, this is possibly the year. The UCF can sneak into the college football playoffs. Am I wrong with that? I I hear you. Am I wrong? They've got a better chance, but their schedule sucks, and that's a roadblock to getting into being one of those Final Four teams. The funny thing is, what if we have a bunch of, and we talked about this months ago. Yep. Teams in these Power Five conferences. Remember, this is still very new. Some conferences haven't even started playing yet. Mm-hmm. You get a month into this season, and schools are dropping out like flies. Sure, right? We just Florida State's head coach has tested positive. <laughs> yeah, and obviously we hope everything's right. Fine with hope that, everything's but, so, yeah. there, but that's the realization of oh snap. Yeah, right. We we get consumed and we sort of forget because we do have football and in some of these games there are stands in the and fans in the in the stadiums mm-hmm. so you kind of lose right you know this is a good escape you know it's like oh okay cool cool but when that news comes down like it did in baseball right like what what happens then what happens there and if everything lines up for UCF how would you keep them out yeah, well, their first game was postponed. Exactly. And I'm just looking at their schedule, man. You tell me. You you say, oh, hey, that's a big one. You know, raise your hand or just chime in and be like, oh, big game. Okay, East Carolina, Tulsa, <laughs> Memphis, Tulane. Memphis is ranked. Okay. Houston. Houston is always good. 
Houston is always good. We're going to circle good. back to that. <laughs> <laughs> Temple. Nah. Cincinnati. Cincinnati is ranked. Oh, and then South Florida, who got shut out by Notre Dame today. That's, They're cake, a that's a cakewalk. That's a cakewalk. Okay. All right. What do you think? Is that a good enough you gotta, schedule? You got to run the table. You got to run the table. So yeah. be, be sitting November, Saturday, November 28th. You're sitting there undefeated. That's Nine the and only oh. way. That's the only way. Nine and chance. zero. You know what they are? They are a poor, broken down version of Boise State back in the day. Remember when Boise State would play play a legitimate non conference team? Someone ranked. They take down Oregon or something like that. Mm-hmm. Just scheduling wise, UCF is a poor, broken down version of Boise State. Their best non conference foe is Georgia Tech. Yawn. Who they demolished. Great. Awesome. You know, if they take down Vanderbilt by five touchdowns, I'm still going to yawn. Sorry. Sorry. A lot of hate there. I know. (laughs) It did sound kind of hateful, but it's true. (laughs) All right, coming up next from the Geico Studios. Your man is ticked off. Censored version, Ephraim Salam. We'll see if he's got a leg to stand on here with the MVP debate. Giannis V. LeBron. We'll weigh in. I'm Brian No. He's Ephraim Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, 
It's got standard third row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Brian No, He's Ephraim Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you from the Geico Studios. Hey, Blue Emu, maximum pain relief. It works fast and you won't stink. It's pharmacist-recommended odor-free pain relief for muscle pain, backaches, strains, sprains, and even arthritis. There's no stinging or burning involved. It's simple pain relief. Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief works fast, and you won't stink. By the way, speaking of stinking, Ephraim Salam, what do you think about the MVP votes? Do you think that the MVP voting stunk because LeBron thinks it did? I understand where he's coming from. I get it. And he said at the end of that, the criteria changes. Right, you can't just say, okay, boom, this is how we're going to grade this thing. It 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 changes every year. What you have to, <clears throat> you have to be comfortable with that as a player, right? You got to know, you know, the the best team on the team with the number 1 record in the league. Right? It, 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 that guy, you know, that the the best player on that team is probably going to win MVP. Mm. But we've seen it go other ways. Mm-hmm. James Harden won it. Russell Westbrook won it. Right? So that's not always the criteria. Right? And I think that's what he was saying. I mean, you got a guy in his 17th year who switches to point guard, leads the league in assists, has a number one team in the West, and clearly is the most dominant team I mean, we we're watching it, and I know this is you know this is past the voting and, and all of that, but you know that team wasn't even in the playoffs last year, and the Milwaukee Bucks had a a winning record when Giannis didn't play. So, I I get what he's saying. You take LeBron James off the Lakers, well, we saw what happened. Well, that's absolutely true. I mean, look at. <laughs> Look at just LeBron's career. Take him off the Cavs. They're winning games in the teens the next year. Right. You know, Even the Miami Heat, they took a, a while to get back to prominence once LeBron left. And when LeBron got hurt last year with the Lakers, if you took LeBron off the Lakers going into next season, I think it's the Pelicans West. I think it's yeah. exactly what yeah. you saw with Anthony Davis with New Orleans just in a Laker uniform. So we know how valuable he is. There's no denying that. But to your original point, that's a lot of how these votes go down. And you look at Giannis, it's not just best player, best team. He had a historical season. He was unbelievable. Defensive player of the year, best PER in NBA history. So the efficiency rating was through the roof. So I don't want people to get amnesia because – the Bucks and Giannis didn't get it done in the playoffs. It's a regular season award, and he was tremendous then. Yeah, he 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 was great, but uh, he keeps receiving his trophy at home. Mm. So we got to Skype. We got to Skype in to see him get his trophy. <laughs> which I know it's a regular season award, but I mean, you can't walk out and hand it to him before a game before a, a, a Western Conference. Our Eastern Conference Finals game? No, you can't. And you haven't been able to. It's such a bad look for him. It's a terrible look. Yeah. 
It, I mean, it doesn't get any worse than that. Okay, so it's like, okay, so who are you then? Who are you? Right? Like where Giannis is a great player. I'm not taking anything away from him. But great players show up and are great. A team won, his team won in the playoffs without him. Right? Yeah, that was the only win they had in the series. The only win they had in that series was without him. So when LeBron James sees, and he's not saying he should have won it over Giannis. That's not what he was mad about. So I want to make that clear to everyone listening who doesn't have the particulars of of, of the context of what he was talking about. He was upset that he only got 16 first place votes out of 101. Now that's that's embarrassing. Who me? That's embarrassing. <laughs> Would you agree with that? No, I wouldn't. 16 out of 101? Yeah, I just Whoa. Giannis's season was that special and I think uh, that well, it's, 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 it's Defensive special. player of the year. LeBron's not the defensive player of the year. For all these people arguing about MVP, I don't hear them arguing that Giannis. Well, it should have been. It should, been it, it should have been Anthony Davis. So, okay, I just I just say that. <laughs> yeah, but for, we're not arguing a, it should have been LeBron, right? No, you know no, I mean? no, 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 no. Of course, yeah, of not. course not. Yeah. So, like, there's no argument with that, and that's a big portion of the overall value that Giannis brought to the table again in the regular season. And I, when you play that well while having the best record in the league when your numbers got better this season compared to last season when you won the MVP I just don't think it's crazy at all I think that if we're having this argument before the playoffs begin it sounds completely different than the argument right now and all this stuff about the Lakers being alive the Bucks being ousted all of that stuff that's all postseason stuff like, that has no bearing on the regular season at all. They're right. two complete, completely separate Completely seasons. different. That's why I believe they should give the award to the MVP during the season, at the end of the season. So you don't have these missteps where you have to call in and Skype with him and, <laughs> and celebrate on one of the halftime shows of a, uh, of a game you should be playing in. Right, so we'll we'll see him get his trophy, uh, maybe at halftime today of the, of the Miami uh, Heat game. Oh man, they can't do that. But that's they, what they. <laughs> I mean, look, they gave John Morant, they gave everybody their trophies like that. Yeah, John Morant was at home in, in in the back in the backyard, right? This pool and waterfall and all of that was was going on in the backyard. I think it's a bad. He just look. got eliminated from the right, like so. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's a bad look when they do the awards show after the season, also, because James Harden won his MVP, and they crashed and burned in the playoffs, and it's met with just this eye roll, like, yeah, but what did he do in the postseason? I hate that. I hate that it discredits a great regular season, and I think I would rather have it separated. I differ it from you, and it's tomato tomato. It's just personal preference, because. That's one of the main things we look forward to in the regular season. If you have it include the postseason, there are no knockdown, dragout arguments about who should win MVP. It's just going to be, eh, let's wait to the postseason and it'll sort itself out. I think finals MVP, that's the postseason individual award. Right. Yeah, it is. But it, not necessarily yeah. because Kawhi won it when he won it with, uh, with the Spurs. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and, you know, he wasn't the best player through the entire playoffs for the Spurs. Sure, sure. Same thing with Iguodala. Right. Iguodala yeah. went like he – everybody was like, well, Iguodala, what the – what? <laughs> That's a, uh, so Iggy, Iguodala really? won yeah, it. What? I mean, LeBron wow. James averaged 35 points a game. Ooh. Where did – what in the blue blazers? <laughs> Right? right, so yeah. that that award doesn't hold that same cachet, right? Because you can get hot in a in in this in a series, right? Right. I can't wait to see who's gonna get it for the Lakers. Wow. Be- right. Think about it. Think about this. I-, I was thinking who's gonna get it from Miami. You know, they'll give no? it to Jimmy Butler. No. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll give it to Sorry, Jimmy that, Butler. That's some purple it, and gold, you know. I, 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 I get what you're. I get what you're trying right to do, but we all yeah, know. Yeah. We all know what's about to happen. So right, just yeah. we, we, it's pretty clear. It's pretty evident, right? One, it's two teams in this do, in this race clicking on all cylinders. One is ten and one in the playoffs, mm-hmm. and the other is nine and two in the playoffs, and that's Miami and the Lakers. Gordon Hayward, it's getting stretched out. Look out! It, this Miami team. Since let's tra- wow. transition Crickets right into that, huh? <laughs> yeah, don't, nobody even paying attention to that. But Miami you know, but is you so know, easy to root for. Man, but, they are feisty. They're fearless. You know who else is feisty and fearless? What the purple and gold? No, our very own Stephen F. DeSantis. Oh. <laughs> That's right, a friend of America. You take it away, Steve DeSager. See, he's a professional leading into the next segment. Don't try this at home, kids. That, you know what? That wasn't even on my radar. Not that you don't fit the description. He, he rarely tosses it to you. Hey, I was man, like, I, is, he, is he saying nuggets I'm, here? What's, what's he going I, I, for? I'm, I don't know. I'm getting the hang of this thing. <laughs> Just in time for us all to be let go. NBA playoffs, the Eastern Finals continue tonight. Boston against Miami with the heat up two games to none. And Gordon Hayward out over a month with a sprained ankle will come off the bench for Boston tonight. By the way, game four in this series will not be until Wednesday night. Stanley Cup final has begun. Game number one is tied at one. Dallas versus Tampa Bay early in the second period. The final is in Edmonton, as were all of the Western Conference playoff games. The NHL says it's unsure when next season will start, but it does plan to have a full 82-game schedule, maybe starting at about January 1st. The five remaining NHL awards will be announced before game two, 11 other award winners have already been named. Matthew Wolf leads the U.S. Open by two strokes over Bryson DeChambeau. Wolf shot a third round 65. Wolf is an L.A. area native. He won the NCAA individual title while at Oklahoma State last year. In college football, number one Clemson was a 49-0 winner over Citadel. Seventh-ranked Notre Dame defeated South Florida, 52 to nothing, and 11th-ranked Oklahoma State had to come back to beat Tulsa, 16 to 7. 19th-ranked Louisiana in overtime, won at Georgia State, 34-31. And your big national TV game, it was Marshall over Appalachian State, 17 to 7. So if you miss college Ooh. football today, <laughs> did you really miss college football today? <laughs> NC State so. late in the first quarter. Yes, Steve. Yes, they did. Okay. <laughs> NC State's up 14 nothing on Wake Forest late in the first quarter. It's SMU ahead 41-14 at North Texas early in the third and early second quarter. It is a top 20 matchup with Miami leading 14-3 at Louisville for Miami. The new quarterback for the Hurricanes, De'Eric King, was 9 of 11 passing in the first quarter, 121 yards and one TD. To Major League Baseball, the 
Yankees lead 2-0 at the Red Sox in the top of the fourth. Dodgers up 2-1 at Colorado end of the first inning, and the A's beat the Giants 6-0 today. And by the way, the musical chairs with the college football scheduling continues as Memphis has now canceled its game for Friday night when they were due to play UT San Antonio next week. So that's two straight games the Memphis Tigers will not play due to an outbreak of COVID-19 inside that program. They were supposed to play Houston last night, and that didn't happen. So the AD at Memphis says, while we project our quarantine and isolation numbers to improve next week, we felt it was in the best interest of health and safety of our student-athletes to make this decision about Friday now. So the rescheduling continues. And we're back to the show in 10 seconds. First, a word from Mako. Winter did a number on your car. So come to Mako during our tax season event for expert paint and collision repair. You'll get a great price, and it's as easy as book, quote, fix. Visit Mako.com to schedule your free estimate. Uh Uh-oh, better get Mako. Terms and conditions apply. I saw a list of about 10 postponed games for this weekend. That includes Charlotte at North Carolina, BYU against Army, on and on and on. Back to you. Mm. Thank you, Steve. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to Geico.com. Or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. I'm Brian, though. He's E from Salam. You know, just listening to Steve talk about all the postponed games, we've seen some games canceled. You brought this up at the beginning of the show, Ephraim, is what's it going to look like when it's selection time for the college football playoff? I'm telling you, man. This The, I'm, this... the arguments that are going to take place. Oh, yes. It's going to be beautiful when that time rolls around. It's so unpredictable. We don't know who's. It might be a, a team six and zero at the end of the season. Can you put that team in the playoffs? They've played six games. Yeah. What if it's Bama? What if Alabama has a couple of games canceled due to COVID, and they're sitting there at seven and zero? Can you keep them out? I I don't know. That's just that's the thing. You take a t- let's like, say yeah okay say Bama was seven and zero. Oh, uh, UCF played all there, so they're <laughs> they're including the championship. So now they're ten and zero. Oh. Okay. D- can you ignore that? Like yeah. uh, honestly, yeah. how? <laughs> because they didn't play anybody. That's how. And, and just think, what if Bama loses a game and they're five and one? Oh. You're done. If you lose a game, right? And you've played seven. Now you're you, out. Remember, you're done. they're all they're only playing each other. So this thing may not look as as, as clear cut as, as you're thinking. Like that Georgia Bama game. Now all of these games have implications. Like you may yeah. be able to lose early and then make up ground. That's over. I agree. I think it's completely flipped this year. And that's why I say they got a shot. They got an outside chance. <laughs> uh, it's it's uh, look. It's it hasn't been they've had they they haven't had an opportunity like this since the college playoffs were invented. Period. I, that's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. This year is a is is as good a chance as a non-power 5 team will have in getting in that playoff. Well, UCF, they're 14th right now. But as you know, they're going to, well, they're moving on down when the Big Ten starts playing because as soon as 
you know, Ohio State and Penn State and once teams again, like that. They have once again, they're eat. 1-0, and it's Leapfrog City. They're going to pole vault over a bunch of teams. I get it, but they're going to have to eat each other. Sure, that's the way it is in every conference. That's the crazy thing. But you know normally you get to pad yourself with a bunch of citadels and so-and-so. You get a rhythm. They haven't had practices. They have. This is different. Mm-hmm. These teams are going to be trying to learn, especially if you got a new quarterback, new offer, like whatever that is. You 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 schedule the cupcakes so you can get your your footing. It's Nebraska, Ohio State, right off the bat, right? Okay, well, we, I guess we don't get to play Eastern Tech U uh, of <laughs> Wilmington Central, yeah, of, of Wilmington, the the uh, Canucks or whatever, whatever. <laughs> We got to go right now in that pressure. These are kids. Remember, these are kids. Yeah. These are not professionals. Well, these are and, kids. And even if you're playing your games, you could have your left tackle is out. Yes. And all the way your star your star running back is out due to COVID. And your wide receiver is out. It's going to be Your quarterback could be out. Sure. Totally. Your coach could be out like yeah. Mike Norvell. Your <laughs> coach. Yeah, I agree. I think it's going to be one crazy season. I think this is the season to not speak in absolutes. It's one of these where <laughs> you got to leave the door cracked and say, eh, yeah, maybe this or that happens. Unlike other years where you have a, a more firm sense of where teams stand. Really, in other years, it's just the injury bug. This year, it's COVID, lack of practice time. The same offseason didn't exist. There's so many other factors it's where you're going to have wacky results. Everything is on the table. Ten games were canceled this weekend. Ten games. Yeah. Embrace the madness. That's the, the teams that are going to be successful this year are the teams that are doing that. LSU has embraced the madness. They have. You heard yeah. Ed, right? <laughs> Ed is all about it. Ed will play madness. football in World War Three. The country <laughs> needs it. <laughs> we gotta get out there. What? What? They're 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 fighting. The bombs going off. They, we need it. We need it. <laughs> it's, it's therapeutic, right? Yeah. Like he's the, that old school gruff. You know, pandemic. No pandemic. Football is football. So they're embracing the madness, right? Well, it'd be interesting to see how the Big Ten embraces the madness. Yeah, because these comp, these 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 Power Five conferences have had everything rolled out for them. Well, I think it goes back to say like 2007, where all the number two teams in the country they just kept losing and losing and losing. I think you could see something random like that happen this year. Yeah. Really, and that's that's the thing, man. I, I in most years I'd feel a lot stronger and say, oh no, this team's better than that team. Well, that equation can change week by week, just based on who's in quarantine and who isn't. So, I think you got to leave the uh, the door open for a lot of random scenarios to happen this year. UCF, Except for stand UCF up! Oh, come on, that's the one. No, that's not happening. Don, where's my drop, man? Where's my UCF? 
stand up. I think drop. they deleted I don't think it from it's in the, the system, system anymore because yeah. I was looking for it. We need there to put it back in the system. Lee Got Robert Delap, can we get no, that no, back in no, the system, please? No, big no. part of this show on Saturdays. Big no, part. No, we College football that. is back. <laughs> UCF stand up. <laughs> All right, coming up next from the Geico Studios. A man who didn't minimize drama. Instead, he helped create it. I'm curious what you think about Tampa Bay head coach Bruce Arians calling out the GOAT this week. It was after the the first game of Tampa Bay's Tampa of Tom Brady's Tampa Bay career where he didn't play well against the Saints through two interceptions, one being a pick six. And after the game, Bruce Arians comes out and he was like, yeah, both interceptions were Brady's fault. And then the next day he retracted it and said, oh, actually the first one was on Mike Evans. And he's made other comments throughout the week. He talked about Brady having more grit and determination for the upcoming game. And I think it's ridiculous. I just think that you don't have to act like Belichick. I understand there are going to be different personalities and different ways to approach coaching. That's fine. But for it to still have been a story by Thursday, they're still looking back at what Bruce Arians said about Tom Brady's week one performance instead of... Bill Belichick would have been like, we're on to Cincinnati. The night of a bad performance. And for it to have still been a story on Thursday, what happened in week one instead of looking forward to week two was a complete joke to me. Well, those are the, that's the caliber of coach you're dealing with. Bill Belichick, he, he knows the Super Bowl is the end game. That's it. Not winning the division, not making to the playoffs, but the Super Bowl. Those are his expectations. Him and Tom Brady share those same expectations. So why would he publicly criticize Tom? Because they're on the same page, and they were or they had been on the same page for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Bruce Arians doesn't know Tom Brady. Tom Brady doesn't know Bruce Arians. So what he may feel is not a slight against Tom Brady, you have to realize the shadow he's in as a coach. Mm-hmm. Right? He, too, wants to be seen as a great head coach. So he's not going to be Belichick because there's already a Belichick. He's going to be the guy who was hard on Tom Brady, who pushed Tom Brady. Can you push someone in year 20? <laughs> you're 21 you're 21 can you and i How think much tom brady is pretty well motivated to begin with you know you want to talk about grit tom brady was a six-round draft pick yeah 109 i know the grit it takes <laughs> as 199th pick in a draft not to just make a team let alone be successful so he's trying to you know stand on his own pave his own way yeah, Tom Brady's great, but he still has a lot to learn. No, he doesn't. Yeah, no, he doesn't. He does I, not. I promise I, you, he does not. I think it's such a bad approach. And I look at it like this. Remember when Baker Mayfield called out Duke Johnson, the Browns running back, who requested a trade? And Baker Mayfield just threw him under the bus and was like, this train's moving forward. Either you're on board or you're not. He just made the situation worse. I think the two main people that you need to minimize drama on a football team, it's the head coach and it's the quarterback. And I don't think that Bruce Arians minimized drama at all. I think he created it 
by calling out Tom Brady. It just didn't help anything. And it was still a story on Wednesday and Thursday. Like, listen to Tom Brady. Listen to this exchange with the reporter. You tell me if Tom Brady is totally fine with Bruce Arians just calling him out publicly. Check this out. Hey, Tom, there's, there's been a lot of talk this week about Bruce Arians kind of being Bruce Arians and kind of being blunt in his criticism of you and specifically in the two interceptions. How is that for you? I, I think there's a perception that you haven't taken a lot of criticism from your coaches before. I, I don't think this is something that surprised you this week, is it? Uh, so what's the question? <laughs> just, just whether you were surprised at all to hear Bruce speaking publicly about the picks and, and, and being critical of you as he was. Uh, you know, he's a coach, so you know, I'm a player just trying to win a game. Mm. That's pretty cold. Yeah, That's I don't think Brady pretty, liked that. Pretty yeah. chilly in there. Yeah. You know, I, what, very what, chilly. what he likes less than the actual comments by Bruce Arians, Bruce Arians is, a, is answering the questions about the comments. Yes. Yeah. That, that's what he hates more than anything. Yeah. Tom, what did you think about Bruce Arians calling you out? Uh, what do you want me to say? Like, man, it made my day. It was awesome. You know, it, it hadn't <laughs> happened in a long time, and I was really I was quite thrilled with it. <laughs> oh, man. That's hilarious. All right, coming up next from the Geico Studios, some very high praise and also verbal fisticuffs. Keep it locked right here. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, 
you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We got action, from Salam. Boston Celtics trying to get a game. Game three going on. Celtics down two games to nothing. And we're early on here. Just about four minutes left in the first quarter. Boston has a three-point lead. The story after game two, verbal fisticuffs. Marcus Smart reportedly really ticked off, loud, throwing stuff. I guess Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown had to be separated. Let me ask you this. You've been in a lot of locker rooms. Bunch of. Salam. Oh, yeah. bunch. When things like this happen, when it doesn't escalate to like fists being thrown and it's this whole thing, it's just emotion, some words, you know? Don't shoot so much. Mind your business. Whatever, Right. Do you think that can help a team going forward? Yeah, it can. Anytime you can get things out, you you need to get out. Right? And it may be harsh and, and abrasive, but sometimes things need to be said. Right? Think back to... And, and look, they did it in the confines of the locker room, which I like. Mm-hmm. Because you talk to your teammates differently than you talk to anybody else because you guys have a a, a brotherhood. You guys have a chemistry, right? You should be able to be mad. You should be able to disagree. They're facing a steep hole right now. They can't go into this game like they went into the first two. So sometimes you need to to get things off your chest. I've been in locker rooms where guys were very vocal, sometimes physical. Mm-hmm. There's no love loss because you guys have you guys have endured the same journey. You guys have fought the same to get to where you are, and you don't want to let go of that. Yeah, I look at it where. You know, I'd circle back to, this is going to sound odd, but remember Michael Porter Jr.? I just was about to say that. Yeah. That's look exactly what I... Th- look, at, look at this. Look at the strides we have made. Like, I literally <laughs> was getting... Right? And and I, I said it. I said, you know, this happens, and I was going to go to that series, but I wanted to finish up with this locker room story. But you're yeah. right. Go ahead. Take it. Yeah, it's Michael Porter Jr. after Game 4. So the Nuggets had lost Game 4. They were trailing the Clippers three games to one. And after the game, Michael Porter Jr., young player, he was like, yeah, Jamal and Jokic getting the shots. That makes sense. They're star players, but we got to get other players involved beyond that. And he was saying, like me, (laughs) right? He had 15 points in the first half, zero points in the second half. And so... A lot of people were taken aback by that. Like, whoa, he's calling out the coach publicly. Not a good move, not a good tactic. But they they rebounded, and they were just fine. So the point is, sometimes what you think gets a team off track doesn't. 
It's just it seems like it will, and it doesn't unfold that way. And and that's why I made the comment, keep it in the locker room, because I was going to, you know, I, I was going to talk about what Michael Porter Jr. said. Mm-hmm. Right, that's a conversation you have in the locker room. Yes, he's young; he doesn't get it yet. But what did it do to that? And he came up big in that fourth quarter of that very next game. That next game, there's about a minute to go. He came Nuggets up had huge. a two-point lead, and he just took, he took it so ill by his three and yeah. drained it. It was huge. Took over. Got, got a block, uh, played some good defense, got fouled, went to the free throw line. He scored seven quick points. Right? But I'm okay with that because here's a young player who may or may not have overstepped his bounds, but when put in a spot to make something happen, and to change the course of what was going on in that series, he stepped up to the challenge. Yeah. They know they got something. Right. He backed it up. He they know they have something. Up. You can be, He can build his career off those comments and his actions after that. Mm-hmm. That's how you get, not coaches, GMs. On, they're like, okay, he's different. That kid... Goodness. He's got next level confidence he's, to say he, what he said and then to take a huge shot, sees it on the line in mm, game five, and he's just like, yeah, not even, what, didn't even flinch. <laughs> didn't. I love Mike Malone after that game. He was like, maybe it's just young exuberance. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think he realized how big that shot was. He, he just took it. And that's a ball player. That's a ball player. Remember Kobe Bryant airballed three times? That's right. Yeah, sure. He airballed three times. They were like, what are you doing? It didn't. That's just what it is. Yeah, but I think that, to your point, that should have been kept in the locker room. It wasn't, but it didn't throw the team off. So with this Celtics situation here, with Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown having words, sometimes when you're challenged by your own guys, that'll fire you up just as much as being challenged by an opponent. And so it's in the early going, but Jalen Brown's four for seven so far tonight. Yeah, it's no respect loss, right? Like, these guys don't now all of a sudden don't respect each other. That's not true. They're all young, got a young team. Marcus Smart is the elder statesman there. These kids are 22, 23 years old. Everybody. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's come on now, right? Whatever... Whatever he was saying to them was based off of their performance in those two games. So is he, he can't be wrong mm-hmm. because he came out to play. He came out ready to go. And so, they're getting a little bit of a lift from Gordon Hayward. They right are. Now. He's back. He's playing well. Yep. First game back since August 17th with an ankle injury. Now, if he can stay healthy, which is a, a, a big if – yeah, you know, after at, at, you know, in the, the the thing, the adjustment I think that that helped them even last game, even though they lost in this game, is the in, insertion of of Cantor. Yeah, Cantor with <laughs> right because goofy running style up court, but he but he brings a, a, a physical sure uh, toughness and an offensive uh, post oriented mindset. Yeah, he'll give you defense. He'll give you rebounding. Right, and it's it as you get deeper into the playoffs. That that's a lost art. 
You love the low post. Game. I do because it can change. It it can change the flow, right? If you're not hitting, if you're if all your shooters, which happens, if it's not falling and you don't have a person you can dump the ball to, and he can get you a bucket to stop the bleeding, and start the momentum on your side, then you're the Houston Rockets. Yeah, and I think just the way Miami plays, they're gritty and feisty and. You gotta have that to go against them as well. You gotta know? be tough. Yeah, you gotta be tough to take. Look, them jump out. shots, threes. That's pretty. That's prima donna stuff. You don't gotta make no contact. You so far away from anybody else, <laughs> right? So far away from anybody else. You just out there by yourself shooting. You don't gotta drive to the hole. You don't have to make no body contact. And if it's, if somebody comes near you, you flip yourself on the ground like they touched you to get an one. That's you know that's that's the that's the league now. So when you get Cantor in there and he's gonna bang, dribble, dribble, yeah. bang, bang, short jump hook. Same with uh, Jokic. He took the key the the the, the uh, Clippers heart from them from the post position. He ripped it out of their chest. They got all those, oh, we did this and we did talking all that trash. Montrez Harrell had no answers whatsoever for him. Right. None. All that. He's too short, too small. And he didn't have to play like that during the year. Montrez didn't because nobody plays in the post. <laughs> Right? You need a post presence. You need some of that. I think, well, it depends who your opponent is, right? If you're the Warriors and you're just draining threes like crazy, but you still, you've got that dog in Draymond Green. I mean that in a good way, mm-hmm. right? You've JaVale got some McGee physicality. was there. Yeah. That's ja- right. JaVel McGee was there two years, got two championship rings. His presence in that middle, it was huge. Yeah. And so Miami, they shoot threes. Right, they yes. they make threes. They've got the perimeter game, but they've got the toughness. They've got the oh, they some the dog aspect in their game as well. And you need that to go against them. Or I think in a series, if you're just all perimeter oriented, and the other team is you know kind of going hockey on you, make it a little bit like football with Jimmy Butler and Bam and right, like you need that physicality to go against a team like we that. We just saw it in the the series in um. The Western Conference uh, semifinals with L.A. and Houston. We just saw that. That's right, yeah. The Lakers, after game, game one. one. Yeah, right. Completely different. We're like, okay, this is not. we're not doing that. Yeah, we're doing Like I that. said, remember, Houston makes you play their way. They were like, nah, we're good. We're going to throw the ball to the high post or to the low post, and we're going to run our action off of there. They can't keep up with it. They can't. When we have open threes, we're going to take them, but we're not going to settle for them. It changed the whole flow of that game. Houston had no answers. They have no toughness outside of P.J. Tucker. They're just a jump-shooting team. Right, yeah. It's hard to win when you don't have a, a, a toughness presence. P.J. Yeah. Tucker, 6'5". D- come on. <laughs> How many times did you see Lakers uh, players in that series just 
getting a rebound and it, dunking in someone's it, face. It, it just was it was nothing. Yeah, it's just like you playing with your little, it on the you, way down the court. You playing with your little brother yeah. outside in the bag, and he's like, "One day I'm gonna be bigger than you." <laughs> yeah, one day if I shoot perfectly, I'll be able to take you down. It's tough, man. It's tough. Well, we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. And by the way, also, you think about Miami, how they steadily come back on teams. That physicality goes hand-in-hand with comebacks like that. Yeah, because in the fourth quarter, it's like a dogfight. Yeah. It's a slugfest. There's so much contact. It's like that zone that they put on Boston – it was over. That zone is set up to run people off the three-point line. Like I said, outside of Kimball Walker, nobody wants to shoot a mid-range jump shot. Right. And that's what Boston did. They shot a bunch of threes. Not well, obviously. <laughs> Instead of, you know, attacking the defense in the paint, in the heart of it, they just tried to shoot over it, and it didn't work. When you're not hitting, it's the worst feeling in the world. And you don't have anything else to draw on when everything's going well, when you shooting, you shoot 53, uh, 53, three pointers and you make 20 of them. Everything's going great. But if you shoot 50 and you make 12, if you make 10, that that's a recipe for disaster. Yeah. All right. Coming up next from the Geico studios, some high praise. It's absolutely warranted. But is there a little bit of gamesmanship? I'm Brian No, He's he from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Brian No, He's from Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the Geico Studios. Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief. It works fast and you won't stink. It's pharmacist-recommended odor-free pain relief for muscle pain, backaches, strains, sprains, and even arthritis. There's no stinging or burning involved. It's simple pain relief. Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief works fast and you won't stink. How about the high praise from Bill Belichick for Russell Wilson? So, of course, the Patriots face the Seahawks. On Sunday Night Football. So Belichick basically looking forward to this game. Here's what he had to say about Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson. This guy's a tremendous player. Honestly, I think he's, you know, in a way maybe underrated by by the media or the fans. I don't know. But I mean, I don't, I don't really see anybody better than this player. He can do everything. He's got obviously great leadership, playmaking skills. Uh, he plays very well in the most critical situations in the game with his decision-making you put him up against anybody since he's been in the league, literally anybody, or in any category, really. How about that? He doesn't see anybody better than Russell Wilson in the NFL. What do you think about that? He's he's not really wrong. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson's been one of the top QBs at an elite level in this league pretty much since he got in this league. Mm-hmm. What he's been able to do with revitalizing Seattle. It's been tremendous. Nobody talks about him. It's crazy we, for we, him not to have one MVP vote. It, it doesn't wild. even make sense. We secretly talk about him. <laughs> right? But we don't put the the Drew Brees or the the Manning or the Peyton Manning or the Aaron Rodgers or yeah. the Tom Brady on him. Or the right? guy now is Mahomes. He's Our the Mahomes. consensus number one guy. I mean, but right? look, they let Matt Ryan get an MVP. They let Cam Newton get an MVP. It's like, what about Russell? Yeah. Yeah, it's wild. He hasn't had one vote, let alone, of course, winning the award. He hasn't gotten one vote. That's Which is, wild. I mean, that in itself is is just weird. Yeah. And I think if you do a side-by-side, really, if you look at Russell Wilson versus Patrick Mahomes, you've got to look at the supporting cast. And if you are going, okay, number one wide receiver, who would you rather have, Tyreek Hill or DK Metcalf? I'm going Tyreek, even though DK is playing very well. And if you go down the checklist, do you want old man Greg Olson or Travis Kelsey? Right? It's just Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs. It's like you're doing the tomahawk chop as you're giving the nod to pass-blocking offensive line, which is better. It's the Chiefs. Who's the better second wide receiver? Right? You just It's Chiefs, 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 Chiefs. 
And so for Russell Wilson to do what he's doing with the lesser supporting cast, that's really impressive, man. I would be really curious if you flip-flopped. If you put Patrick Mahomes with the Seahawks, he would still be, I believe, an outstanding quarterback. But he wouldn't be the same guy. Can you imagine Russell Wilson with that Chiefs supporting cast? Mm. That would be lethal. Oof. Yeah, and an offense that would actually let him throw the ball. Oh, man. Yeah. Look, look at what happened in week one when the Seahawks were like, how about we just, I don't know, let Russ throw. You know what? Let's just let him throw it. We're going to see what's I mean, let's let him throw it. Ten of the first 13 plays were pass plays. And Russ ended up with the same amount of incomplete passes as he did touchdown throws. 31 for 35 with four TDs. And a couple of drops, by the way. He's sensational. He's an outstanding quarterback. I mean, in 2018, he threw for 35 touchdowns and seven picks. Last year, 31 touchdowns, five picks, over 4,000 yards. I, I mean, his passing rating for the year was 106.3. Mm. The year before that was 110.9. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. That's the last two years. Not to mention, in his fourth year in the league, he threw 34 touchdowns, eight picks. Threw for over 4,000 yards. His rookie year, he threw for 26 touchdowns, 10 picks. He's a special 11 player. and 5, 13 and 3, 12 and 4, 10 and 6, 10 and 5, 9 and 7, 10 and 6, 11 and 5. Right. That's yeah, Russell Wilson yeah. and his time in the in, in NFL. Okay, if you have to make the call, is it Mahomes, is it Russell Wilson? as the better quarterback right here, right now, with everything that we've thrown out there. Patrick Mahomes. I still go Mahomes, and it, I it, think the biggest black mark on Russ's resume is the interception in the Super Bowl. Yep. And I know Malcolm Butler made a great play. We all know that. But to throw an interception, it wasn't fourth down. That wasn't your last gasp. you got to live to fight another down if it isn't wide open. you got beast mode in the backfield. So I, I just – and I won't even – I won't even take anything away from Russell. It has nothing to do with him. Patrick Mahomes is just different. Russell Wilson is great. Patrick Mahomes is different. He's different. Period. Yeah, and he's got everything. He's he's, <laughs> he's that he's guy. He's got the accuracy. He's got the mindset. He's not this guy like, I figured this league out. <laughs> right? He's like, I'm still learning. If I can take something from this guy's game or this guy's approach, he's like this guy. This kid that's just eager to play and learn and grow instead of, I'm the MVP Look, and the Super Bowl MVP, only guy before 25 years of age to do so, I've arrived. He just doesn't have that mindset. Look, in 1984, Akeem Olajuwon was great. First pick in the draft. But Jordan's different. Yeah, right. Right? I like that comparison. That's a good one, sure. Jordan was different. And when you talk about the greatness of Akeem Olajuwon, there's no disputing it. Right. We can't even – it's no it's no argument. 
he too has won MVP and Defensive Player of the Year. Right? Mm-hmm. So when you talk about Russell Westbrook, I mean, excuse me, Russell Wilson and what he's accomplished and what he's continually accomplishing, I can't take anything away from him. Mm-hmm. But then you add Patrick Mahomes and you just like, uh, <laughs> man. You see him throw the ball. Flick his wrist and like, go seventy yeah. yards. You're like, huh, what was? Man, I, I love a Kim Elijah one, but Jordan. Yeah, I, I mean, that's a good comparison. I, I wouldn't like buy Kim Elijah one shoes, but I sure would buy some <laughs> Jordans. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's true. That's, that's where right. we are with Russell Wilson and and Patrick Mahomes. How about this? This is Russell Wilson. He was a guest on Dan Patrick's show. And he was responding to Belichick's kind words. Check this out. I think he's trying to. I think he's trying to warm me up for the game. <laughs> Listen, I, I, no, it, definitely to hear something like that from uh, Coach Belichick. He's one of the. He's the best coach, arguably, to ever coach the game. You know, with all these championships he's won and over the past twenty years and what he's done. Okay, so he's like he's trying to warm me up. It's kind of like shades of Lou Holtz. Yeah, Remember the yeah. Notre Dame head football coach, where he talked about rice. As if they were capable of coming in and dusting Notre Dame by three touchdowns. Is this some gamesmanship by Belichick, or no, is he? I, I don't think he's so. saying what he really believes. I, I think he really believes that. I do too. I think he traded away his entire team to get Russell Wilson. <laughs> and, I would love that follow-up question. Right? Would you rather have Russ or stick with Cam? No. Uh, if you uh, would, you have, rather have Russ or get rid of your defense and Cam Newton? He'd <laughs> say, uh, "I'll take Russ." <laughs> And I think he's the type of coach that he wouldn't heap that type of praise on someone who wasn't warranting it. Totally. Right? Because that's his credibility. That's his, you know, it's it's outside of the, the, the framework of gamemanship. Mm-hmm. It's and to, he knows. It, he knows these guys, the dual threat guys. You put so much stress on a defense being able to buy time and run and when Russ does it judiciously, I love saying it, he's a judicious runner of the football. He doesn't set himself up to take big shots. That's even more deadly to a defense. And, and, and what we didn't know about Bill Belichick is he favors a mobile quarterback. Yeah. He, right? Because oh. his praise of Cam Newton and, his, and, and the play calling yeah. that we saw, If he, could you imagine if he had Russell Wilson in, in the offense that he would run? Oh, it, it'd be completely different than what we've seen over the last two decades. And, kudos, and that's not to take stuff away from no, Tom Brady. It's just no, different. It's just, it's, it's, just different. It's, it's different. You know who else is different? Huh? He, as a quarterback? No. As a, as a person. Oh. Our very what is own. my problem here? Like, our, very, twice our very own. <laughs> Good job by you. You know what? When it's around 29, 30 minutes past the hour, any question you ask me, I'm going to assume the answer is Steve DeSager from now on. Uh, Wow. Oh, man, this is good. This is good. I did like the Lou Holtz reference. He did talk up an opponent like nobody else. Oh, man. One of my favorite quotes was, SMU scares me. I, I just hope we can score a touchdown against Rice. I That's don't know. Right. This, this was the SMU program that had no program just right. a couple years before that, if you recall. This is the SMU team. I believe that was the game where Notre Dame had a guy about to go in for a score, and he literally ran out of bounds on purpose so oh, that man, they didn't I remember score that. again against yeah. SMU. 
but they scare me. <laughs> anyway, we do have baseball to update from FS1. The St. Louis Cardinals were being no hit at Pittsburgh through six innings. Yeah, yeah. What's the update now, Steve? Well, the Pirates pulled the starting pitcher after six no-hit innings. He had six strikeouts, two walks, 84 pitches thrown. Mitch Keller out. And then St. Louis scores five times off the bullpen in the top of the seventh. It could have been more. They just left bases loaded. So St. Louis leads 5-4 at Pittsburgh, bottom of the seventh on FS1 right now. The Tigers beat Cleveland 5-2. Tigers manager Ron Gardenhire stepped down effective immediately. Marlins and Phillies with home wins. In progress in Major League Baseball, Mets over the Braves 3-1 in the top of the seventh. But Adam Duvall of Atlanta has hit his 16th home run of the season. It's the the Yankees up 7-0 at Boston, top of the seventh. A Red Sox loss would put them at 19-34 and this season. Meanwhile, the team that won the World Series last year, the Washington Nationals, after that loss to the Marlins, they're 19-31, and mm. which is the exact same win-loss record the Nationals had last year through 50 games, when in a long season they actually came back to get into the wild card game, pull off upset after upset, and for crying out loud, win the World Series. The Dodgers are up 3-1 at Colorado in the bottom of the sixth. Now to the NBA. It's the Celtics leading 46-39 over the Heat. About five and a half minutes to go in the first half. Gordon Hayward is playing. He's gotten 10 minutes off the bench, one for four shooting. He'd been out over a month with a sprained ankle. Again, a lead for the Celtics. They're down in the series, the Eastern Conference Finals, two games to none. Stanley Cup Final, game one is tonight. They're in the third period with the Stars up 3-1 over the Tampa Bay Lightning, about 12 minutes to go. Matthew Wolf leads the U.S. Open by four strokes over Bryson DeChambeau. And in college football, it's halftime. Top 20 matchup has Miami leading at Louisville 20-6. Halftime, Wake Forest is now tied at NC State 21-all. SMU with still 10 minutes to go leads 62-35 at North Texas. Wins earlier for Clemson, Notre Dame, and number 11 Oklahoma State, which had to come from behind in the fourth quarter to beat Tulsa 16 to seven. Navy was down 24 zip but won against Tulane 27-24. Florida State coach Mike Norvell tested positive for coronavirus. Saints wide receiver Michael Thomas with a bad ankle out for Monday night at Las Vegas. Get used to the Las Vegas Raiders and the opening yeah. of that new stadium coming up in a couple days. Back to you. The Death Star. I love that. It by does the way, look like it landed right by the freeway there. It looks awesome. It really does but Imagine you shelling out millions and millions and millions of dollars to be the sponsor of that stadium, and, and everybody just calls it the Death Star, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not good that's for right. business. Is it Allegiant? Is that the yes. sponsor for yes. that? It's downright yeah. evil, what you say, putting up the money, and then nobody says yes. the name of your company. That's you know what else the, the is kind evil, of thing by the way? Darth Vader would do. Yeah. How does a guy who has... A no-hitter going, throwing only 84 pitches, get yanked like that. Well, I assume, and this happened to a Dodger pitcher, Ross Stripling, when he first came up with L.A., that they probably thought, okay, there's no chance he's throwing nine tonight, so why why burn his arm out? This guy apparently in the majors had thrown 87 pitches, tops, and it had only been three games in this shortened season in the major leagues. Hmm. Okay. So he wasn't going to go 15 pitches total for the last three innings, so... He was done, and and then Just the Pirates were inning, done. Right? I don't need a, a complete game from him. Like, Can we go into the seventh inning? Just give me seven. I'm glad they didn't because I'm a Cardinals guy. That's but. right. Five <laughs> runs, three hits tonight for St. Louis to take the lead. Yeah. Wow. 
84 pitches. That's just, it's not a ton. That's all I'm saying. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. By the way, Patriots Seahawks, we were just talking about that. Who do you have winning this game, big man? Seahawks. I do too. You know what? I got a guy who's visiting Vegas right now. Oh, man. And I was like, I got to wire you some money so I can get on the Seahawks. Put a little something something on it. A little something. Come on. Did you do it? I did. Okay. I just don't see the Seahawks losing this game. Okay. Well, can we, since we're talking about betting now, can we revisit your sure shot? Did you do what you said you were going to do last week? Oh, it was, I said, and hopefully people followed my advice to wager 80% of whatever you had in the bank on the Raiders. They were not going to lose to the Carolina Panthers. By the way, the Panthers made it a game. I know you were sitting there like, uh. (laughs) That was a game. It was fourth down. There was a pass interference to keep the drive alive. Uh, It might have been third down, but kept the drive alive. Like That was a close game. It was. Teddy Bridgewater played really well. The Raiders' defense. Mm. I'll tell you what. If the Saints' offense without Michael Thomas doesn't look good against the Raiders' defense, this weekend, uh, that, that's not a good sign for the Saints going forward without Michael Thomas. We know how much he means to that offense. What was the line on that? It was three. <laughs> so they covered. And my advice was take 60% of your life savings, put it on the money line. Raiders are not going to lose that game last week, right? Right. And then get a little greedy and put 20% on minus three. And boom, boom. Win, win. Just cha-ching, cha-ching. I'm just printing money for the people supporting so, our show. So how much did you win? I didn't gamble Oh, my on it. God. Look at I'm this. T- all like, talk. I'd, I'd Smoke t- and the, mirrors. The sports book I typically use, they've switched to Bitcoin. I don't even know how that works. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm like, I would normally deposit X amount of money, you know, like cash, and it's like, no, you got to do this, and then you've got to phone a friend, and then you have to take a picture of your nose to prove it's you. And I'm like, what is happening? Why would you make it that difficult? It's like betting's legal all over the place. Why is it getting more difficult? It should be easier. Ah, uh, cryptocurrency. Horrible. Horrible. But I think that the Patriots, I don't look at that being a team that plays from behind. That's a team with their running game, strength of their defense. They got to stay out. Yep. from behind team. They got to stay out in front. Yeah. That way they can dictate what they want to do offensively. Yeah. Now, I think I, and I don't want to take anything away from Cam about throwing the ball down the field. They just don't have the, the personnel. Right, right. It's not just Cam. Like, who are their outside receivers? I don't know. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Demir Bird and the – uh, the law firm of Jacoby and Myers out there. Come on. Nikhil Harry is trying to find his sea legs in the NFL. They don't have outside guys. So, no, I don't see the Seahawks losing that game. Well, I mean, Odell Beckham, uh, according to, uh, you know, the Browns is on the market. Is that a, that's, that's what, that's a thing? That's what they were saying all week. Wow. Wow. He's on the market. What, 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 what? Do you imagine him with Cam? With any quarterback? With <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. 
Baker is getting the least amount out of Odell as possible. Well, they I know a, they, he threw they, a touchdown. They had a, they had a good night. they had a good chemistry this past um, this past game. That was a nice Thursday throw by night. Baker was on the touchdown. It was, but William Jackson just flat out lost OBJ on that one. It's just like OBJ. <laughs> you go back to his Giants days. That was at the end of Eli's career, right? Like Eli was no top quarterback in the league. Odell was putting up huge numbers. And he hasn't done hardly anything with Cleveland for his standards. No, I you know, Cleveland is primarily a running team and we saw in week 1 oh. they tried to force him the ball, it just wasn't there. Mhm. And when you focus so heavily on one person offensively to keep that person happy, the other aspects of your offense, it, it they suffer because you can't get a rhythm because you're trying to get a rhythm with one person opposed to spread the ball around. Mm-hmm. And we I, saw that, you know, but they didn't do a lot of passing anyway. They only, you know, threw the ball 23 times. But that's where Cleveland Brown wants. They want to be um, there. If you just let Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt just let them do their eat. thing. Just let them eat on the ground. Less Baker, more Chubb and Hunt. That's the formula for the Browns. Then they'll be in every game. Yeah. How about right. Joe, how about Joe Burrow? <laughs> he, he looks good. Like he's a rookie, right? A little inconsistent with the throws, some inaccuracies, but overall poised. I mean, they they don't have an offensive line. They have exactly. one receiver. Yeah. You God. know, I, I like I mean, how he's looked overall so I mean, he threw far. The ball 61 times. That's a yeah. that's a tall that's a tall ask. He's going to get better. Like the yeah, first he week is. he had AJ Green wide open for a touchdown, missed him. He had a bad interception, like a little shovel pass to Melvin Ingram. He's going to get better, but we've seen enough where I feel confident that he's going to be a good quarterback. Yeah, he's he's good. He's I was impressed. How about LeBron, the stamp stamp of approval? Like, this guy has it. He has it. He has it. I like that. All right. Perfect transition. Coming up next from the Geico Studios. The King, he was shortchanged in one area. Will he be shortchanged in another? I'm Brian Nohizi from Salam. I'm Brian Nohizi from Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the Geico Studios. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know, as a, a sober guy, I'm a non-drinker, Ephraim Salam. I don't drink either. Never have. Yeah. You might feel the same way. I freaking hate this song, you know? I've had so many drunk people just in my life. Don't stop believing. And I'm like, this song's not that good. You're just drunk. You're just drunk. It's not that good. You're just drunk. Yeah. That's funny. I think it's the soberness in me where I'm just, it's actually a pretty good song, but it's just the drunk people that have screamed that song in my face in just jubilation over the years. I freaking hate it. Yeah, it's uh, that's any song though. <laughs> that, that's any song. Being the only sober person at a, at a bar oh, or a party. Man. How at many a Kager times in college? Yes. How many times you're like, it's it's not that funny. We used you're to go just... down to Tijuana on the weekends. Yeah. For all you can drink, five dollar gin and juices. <laughs> and I used to have to carry my friends back across the border. Oh man! Drive at three o'clock in the morning, uh-huh. and take them into their rooms, put them to bed. That's a pretty easy drive from San Diego, though. It's right? not far at all. It's just yeah. I, I didn't want to do it all the time, and then they would make me feel bad because I was always the designated driver. Uh huh. Well, if you don't drive, I guess we'll be driving drunk. <laughs> Wait, what? Type of type of insensitive foolishness it. is that I just want to <laughs> go to the movies with a girl. I don't want to yeah. go to Tijuana. Well, guess uh, we're going to die tonight thanks to Ephraim. We're thanks, gonna, big man. Yeah. We won't Guilt be able trip. to play next year because we'll all be paralyzed. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I guess we're going to TJ. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so LeBron. Two segments in one here. That's how we get down mm. from Salam. First question. Now that the Clippers wet themselves and gave up a 3-1 series lead and they're facing the Denver Nuggets, if LeBron and the Lakers win a championship this year, will he be sold short on credit? Because you know the naysayers, they're just waiting to criticize LeBron. Well, he didn't face the Clippers. He didn't have to face the Bucs. Is that going to happen? No, because 
it's not LeBron James's responsibility to make sure the Clippers get to the Western Conference Finals. That has nothing to do with LeBron James. Mm-hmm. And I always hate those arguments. Oh, they didn't have to play. The Tennessee Titans were in the NFC, I mean, the AFC Championship game last year. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, oh, so can you say to uh, Kansas City, well, they didn't have to face right. the Patriots. Right, right. Yeah, sure. Or the Ravens. Or the Ravens. That's not their responsibility. Yeah. Hey, I hear you. Their responsibility is to take care of their business, get to the title game, and try to win this and get to the championship or the Super Bowl. Yeah. So any naysayer, if that's their argument, then you probably shouldn't talk sports with them. <laughs> you I like can't it. penalize yeah. someone for the other team yeah. that people chose to win it all if they don't even show up. Yeah. Hey, man, I hear you. I don't want to hear those arguments. But you will. because But you will, and especially if the Lakers win with relative ease well, against Denver. You're going to start to hear that. And look, and people are going to be like, oh, you're right. Given the way the Lakers are playing now, I don't think the Clippers wanted to see them, even though they put that team together solely to beat the Lakers. The problem with that is there are too many holes and deficiencies in that team that they thought was going to win it all. Mm -hmm. The bubble has a big part to do with it. I get it. Lou Williams, Lemon Pepper Lou, Montrez Harrell, all of those guys forgot to bring that same energy and game that they had prior to the bubble. Pandemic P, not playoff P, that was going to be a real problem if they were to face the Lakers because Anthony Davis wasn't about to play with it. The Joker is one thing. As good as he is, he's no Anthony Davis. Right? I'm just watching game one, and I'm like, thanks a lot, Clippers. Just think of the storylines we would have That would have been had. great. I would have loved it. Uh, I would have loved it. As the Nuggets are getting waxed just in walloped. game one. Yeah. And even if the Clippers were facing the Lakers and the Clippers got waxed, just think of the storylines that you still have. And we got robbed of it thanks to the, the leg-wetting Clippers. Terrible. All right, coming up next from the Geico Studios. Stand up or sit down. We'll weigh in. You know, big man, I always look forward to the show with you because it's a fun time. We're talking ball, talking hoops, talking any big stories here on a national platform. Love it. What's not to love? Except when UCF throttles the Power Five. UCF stand up. Well, now what happened? Yeah. How did that get rolled back into yeah. the system? That is outrageous. Oh, right there. I thought it had been scrubbed from our system with. Uh, because of uh, good taste, like the good taste policy that was implemented by Don Martin and Scott Shapiro, our fearless leaders. Like, what's happening over here? I don't know who's responsible for the, rolling that back in, but UCF wins by four touchdowns against a Georgia Tech Throttle. team that is middle of the road at best Doesn't matter. as far as Power 5 teams. They're representing Actually the under Power average. 5. 
Yeah, it's just, oh, power five. No more questions asked. This is impressive. I don't have this as impressive at all. You got to consider the competition. I'm sorry. I, I mean, know I that's sound like a hater. Of the hate but it's true. that you carry it's true. in your heart. I carry truth in my heart. I am an ally of the truth. That's all that's Hate going on here. Hate and truth can't it coexist in one's heart, okay? Oh, they can. They no, can. no, 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 no. They're kissing cousins. <laughs> oh, man. If you got hate in your heart, let it out. <laughs> but uh, it's the same song and dance yet again. I love it. It's the, the little engine that could. UCF. This is and the man, year. It doesn't take anything to get their fan base fired up. <laughs> of course it not. It takes nothing. Of course not, man. We live in a society that loves the underdog. That's true. And they're the underdog. Yeah. So why not? I didn't play in the Power Five Conference. I was in the other five conference. Mm-hmm. So I pull for the other five. Hey, man, I love a good underdog story. Love it. It's just I'm not going to fall victim to, hey, this underdog win is so impressive just because the underdog won. I I don't go there. That's not how my mind functions. No, I just – the UCF has struggled for uh, naysayers like yourself and respect. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. It's one of the the last – Four years, they've had, you know, they're in the top five and, and winning his programs in the last top five. But you don't respect none. Yeah, because they're in the act <laughs> and they're playing a bunch of dog teams. <laughs> I don't care. A win is a win is a win is a win. A win, no. a win, a win is a win. No, that you know that is false. <laughs> that is absolutely false. It depends on the quality of your competition. Like, here's the thing. People think that I'm anti-UCF, and I'm really not. I'm anti-giving credit where credit isn't due. You hate the little guy. I don't. It's fine. I love the little guy. You've climbed up this career pedestal, and you stand atop looking down at all of those little guys fighting and clawing to get that type of relevance and, and respect that you have. And instead of reaching down and lending a hand and helping them up that pedestal, you pour grease on that pole. Hey. Right? Wow. Hey. Then you set fire to that grease. <laughs> I just look at it where it's going to take more to get national respect. That's all. Not national respect. Your respect, Brian. National respect. It's one and the same. Oh, it really is okay. the same. Your thing. respect is national respect. Okay. I, I represent national respect. Okay. Well, I am the voice like I said, of the national peda- respect. The pedestal. Right? And the national respect, that voice is saying, no, no, you have to do more than beat Georgia Tech. Sorry. Man, I wish they had uh, the fighting Irish. Oh, on the I do too. Oh, that would be beautiful. And what if they just walloped them? See, How now, would that make you feel? We ha- we can't speak in in crazy. Why not? Why why can't here. we? Because that's just it's not our realistic. show. We can be hypothetical if we not want possible. to. What what if we said, hey hey, what if uh, what if the Miami Heat sweep the Lakers by an average of fifteen points? You each can game? St- you can speak it. It's See? not going to happen, but you can speak it. Right, right. Well, same thing with Notre Dame. They wouldn't get. Walloped okay, by UCF. Beat, beat by three. Late, late. Uh, the uh, end of the game, 
free throw. I mean, a uh, field goal. Right. I'd give him respect. Okay. You take down a top 10 team like that? Yeah, I'd give you respect. That's where it seems like, oh, I, I've just got my arms folded, scowl on my face. I don't care if they take down Clemson. We'll never give them respect. <laughs> they take down a legitimate opponent. Yeah, I'll take my hat off to you. It's not going to be against Georgia Tech. Sorry. UCF won today 49-21. to Props to them. Dylan Gabriel, their quarterback, he looks good. He had a good season last year. Like him. It's just, when we hearken back to their self-proclaimed national championship, which was just ridiculous. No, they were undefeated. Now, you're just the voice of Troll Nation over here. <laughs> you're, you're just trying to get me to lose my mind. Were they not undefeated? It. They were undefeated. Were there but any they were other not undefeated, in the college football playoff. Were there any other undefeated in teams in the country at the time? I'd have to Did any other team believe- finish undefeated? I, it's, it's no together now. The yeah. answer is no. Is that true? Is that that the is true? Answer? That is the actual answer. Okay. Well, here's the thing: when you get to the college football playoff and you beat playoff teams on the field, unlike UCF did, well, then that determines who the national champion is. That's how it works. I don't know, man. Not losing. but UCF logic. We beat the team who beat the team who beat the other team who beat the one other team. Because Get the team, out of here. Because the team doesn't want to play them. They want to play Citadel. Oh, okay, that's what. Like Clemson is. wants to open yeah. up with Citadel. Yeah, they're they're just they're who, who they who they hung a double UCF. nickel. They hung a double nickel on today. The Citadel. Boy, it's, it's, you should never play any FCS team. Boy, that's just, just come on. Five. It's, bad. it's hey, bad. Alabama loves to do that, too. They do. I, but the SEC is typically the only conference who gets beaten up. So I, I'm happy that you're crushing Clemson. They deserve to be crushed for playing a team like that. It's a joke. But no, I'm not taking my hat off to UCF. Sorry. I know it's shocking here on this show, mm. but uh, I'm an ally of the truth. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. How about this? Like a good conspiracy theory, Ephraim Salam? I do. I do too. I love them. How about this? The Big Ten schedule was released today. If you glance down October 24th, we see Nebraska. It was very outspoken when the Big Ten initially said, yeah, no fall football, no fall sports. Scott Frost, the AD, the president, they're like, we might just look to play a schedule on our own. (laughs) And the Big Ten commissioner, Kevin Warren, was like, no, you won't. And so that's the backdrop. So now we fast forward. The Big Ten says we're teeing it up starting October 24th. They released the schedule and boisterous Nebraska. Oh, wow. Their first game at Ohio State. You get what you asked for. Is that a coincidence, or do you think there was uh He's like, okay, we got something for you. Yeah, there was something a little calculated with that matchup. Seems calculated. Seems like it to me as well. And by the way, a couple of Ohio State players who opted out, they're opting back in. So you've got offensive lineman Wyatt Davis, probably going to be a first-rounder. Defensive back Sean Wade, he opted back in. He, he opted out on Monday this week. And changed his mind three days later. Opted in. After the Big Ten made it official that the schedule is going to be played beginning October Yeah, and, and I get that. If you're not going to play, 
then you don't and you're getting ready to get get ready for the league, then you're going to go train. You're not going to be hanging out and just working out with the team. No, I'm going to get myself ready for the NFL. So, yeah, yeah, I would opt out. Right? Yeah, yeah. Because if if you don't opt out, you you still you going to classes, you got your whole school load, all of that. We didn't know at that time on Monday what was going to happen with the Big Ten. So, for all we knew – the season could have kicked off in February. It could have kicked off around Thanksgiving. And and if you are an NFL prospect, if you possibly could get hurt in December and that affects your draft stock. Oh, you got to get out of there. If you're going to be involved in training camp or not, it's a whole thing at that point. Yeah, so I don't blame him. Don't blame him. This was, I do find this a little bit humorous though. This was on Monday. This was Sean Wade, his announcement that he wasn't going to be playing for Ohio State. Quote, this has been an extremely difficult decision to make, but I know it's the right decision for me in light of the COVID-19 pandemic and uncertainty surrounding our season. I have decided to forego my remaining eligibility and officially declare for the 2021 NFL draft. End quote. And then three days later, he was like, now nah, we're going to chase the natty. <laughs> I came back to win the national championship. And by the way, Sean Wade, you remember this, Ephraim. He got ejected against Clemson in the college football playoff. He had a helmet-to-helmet hit mm. on Trevor Lawrence. And so I can totally appreciate why he's coming back. So I'm not knocking him. I just think that the timing is interesting. When you cite on Monday, well, because of the COVID-19 pandemic and the uncertainty of the season, I'm going to forego my uh, my final season. And then on Thursday, he's like, no, nah, I'm back. I'm in. Let's go for it. Let's get it. <laughs> Hashtag Buckeyes. I don't know, right? <laughs> By the way, uh, who would be, this is a loaded question, what teams would be in your projected final four right now? It is a complete crapshoot. Oh, I don't crap know. Shoot. I don't even, outside of UCF, I don't even have a... <laughs> That's well played, man. That is well played by you. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, but we said it before. There's going to be some random craziness this year. You've got a shortened season. All these games matter more. I mean, you have one loss. Let's just say Alabama has this hard-fought game and loses on a last-second field goal against a very good team. That's going to be hard to keep Alabama out of it, but you lose a game, you're probably out of it, or at least stand a good chance of being on the outside looking in. Yeah, that's right. You, there is n- college football is already set up for, you know, no room for error scenarios. This year, oh man, <laughs> right? If Nebraska somehow. Is able to come away with a win on October 24th against Ohio State. Mm-hmm. There it goes. Right? Yeah, it, it's crazy. Minnesota beats Michigan. There it goes. Whew, man, we almost had in this Miami Louisville game, we almost had another player drop the ball before the end zone. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Well, how is that still a thing? By the way, you would like this. 
I'll never forget it, Ephraim. I had the, now no judgment. Is this a judgment-free zone? Yes, of course. Okay, all right, all right. There's probably going to be judgment of here. but course. A few years ago, I had the second half over in the Texas-Cal game. And out of nowhere, Vic and Weary, Cal running back, he bursts into the open. I need this touchdown to win my bet. He Joy ride to the end zone. No one near him. Dropped the ball before crossing the goal line. They didn't score. I lost my bet. Mm. Yeah. No judgment here. Okay. <laughs> just concern. No judgment. Just concern. Just concern. Just concern. I love it. All right, coming up next from the Geico Studios. So the votes are in, and a couple of players are not feeling the votes. We'll get to that. I'm Brian No, He's from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Brian No, He's from Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you from the Geico Studios, Blue Emu, maximum pain relief. It works fast and you won't stink. It's pharmacist recommended. 
Odor-free pain relief for muscle pain, backaches, strains, sprains, and even arthritis. Right? You might sound like Tom Araya. If you got back pains, you might, the beginning of Angel of Death. You get some Blue Emu, maximum pain relief. There's no stinging or burning involved. It's simple pain relief. Blue Emu, maximum pain relief. Works fast, and you won't stink. When's the last time you drove around the streets of L.A. just blasting some Angel of Death by Slayer, Ephraim? Oh, I think uh, it was not too long ago. I think it was right after Never. Yeah. I, <laughs> that's kind of the timeline I was thinking. I sort of thought that that might be the case. But, you know, you, you surprised me in numerous ways. I was hoping, you know. There was a 5% chance that you would have said, actually, today. No, I just felt like No, it. no, no. I was Howard Stern today on the, on the ride in. You're a Stern guy. I am a Stern guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Been a Stern guy for years. Nice. I didn't know that about Decades. you. Decades. What else do I not know about you? Give me a fun fact that I have no idea about. A fun fact is I am a gamer. I knew that. You knew I was a gamer? I've interviewed you on my Portland show while oh, we you were gaming. I, it, that's right. <laughs> I was playing while we were live on Skype. <laughs> You're like, what touch, what you, what's, what's that you got in your hand? <laughs> what, what do you got? Oh, I, oh I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle of a mission right now, I guess. Uh, <laughs> and I was just waiting for the time <laughs> that it would sidetrack your thoughts, where let's just say you're talking about the Boston Celtics. Right. I don't know. Yeah, the Boston Celtics, they're looking good. They're up 81 to 60. <sighs> Ah, I should have. Come on, so, uh, sixty-five, right? You know. <laughs> but did I? No. No, no. You did no? a pretty good job. Well, so I know that. Give me something I don't know. Okay. Um. What don't you know about? I mean, we, this is a relationship that's been forged for what yeah. four years. It's been a while. We're pretty, yeah, we're pretty close. I know lots about you, big man. Mm, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. There's got to be something. I don't know everything about you. You do not know everything. Um, this is a family show, so we have to. Uh huh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I get- have to keep certain things off the airways here. Uh, <laughs> I think this is why just, the uh, answer is taking so long. Yeah, I, like, I, mean, I got, I got, a, I got a couple things I'd like to share with you, but I can't share it with you now. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. You're like that's incriminating. Oh, no, that, that, that no, could no. get me in trouble. That, no, no, I don't want to walk into that. I don't want to walk yeah. into that. Okay. Well, we'll save it for the end of the show if something comes to mind. Okay. I'll circle back on that. Okay. So the votes are in. LeBron is not a fan of the MVP votes here. Now, first, this is the announcement. NBA Commissioner Adam Silver on NBA TV announcing the winner of the 2019-20 NBA MVP. It's my honor to announce the 2020 Kia Most Valuable Player is Giannis Atetokounmpo. Pretty good job on the pronunciation. Atetokounmpo. Yeah, he's right there. So LeBron, after the Game 1 win against the Nuggets last night, LeBron weighed in and had this to say about it. Not saying that um, you know the, the winner wasn't deserving of the MVP, but that pissed me off. And I finished second a lot in my, in my career, either from a championship and now four times as an MVP. Uh, like I said, I never, I never came into this league saying, let me uh, be MVP or, or be a champion. I've always said, I just want to get better and better every single day. And uh, those things that take care of yourself. There's some things that's just out of my hand and some things you can't control, but it pissed me off. Hey, fair enough. I get it. He's a competitor. 
wants to win the award. And uh, he, he went w- on he later w- and, and said that, you know, that was just in the moment. I'm fine now. Just so you guys know, I'm fine. I'm good. I'm going to go drink some wine. going to get a great night's sleep. So he's fine. But at the time, it ticked him off. You can understand that. And he wasn't mad that Giannis won. Right? I want people to understand that. He was mad because he only got 16 first place votes out of 101. Mm-hmm. So he felt slighted. And I understand that. Did Giannis deserve to win it? Yes. Yeah. But there should have been a competition. Because LeBron James also had a phenomenal year, being a point guard for the first time and leading the league in assists, having the second best record in the in the in the league. Giannis team thrives without him. You take LeBron off the Lakers, well, we saw what that is, even with AD. Yeah. It's like, here's the thing, man. I hear you, but I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Because really, it's like this. I'll break it down like this. Remember when Steph Curry was the unanimous MVP? Yeah. And there were some people saying, well, it shouldn't have been unanimous. This is the first time ever it's been unanimous. You're telling me there's never been another year with Jordan or anybody you want to mention in the history of basketball. Shaq, one guy. Right. There's not one guy in the history of the game. Steph Curry is the guy. And it's like he averaged 30 points on a 73-win team. He was a no-brainer MVP. You know what I mean? So it's like if we can agree he's the MVP, then why would people vote the other way just to make it where you know Steph isn't the only unanimous MVP or Giannis isn't winning in a landslide over LeBron? I, I think because... In my opinion, and I'm not a voter, uh, the race was closer. Mm -hmm. And LeBron felt that way. Of course, the player actually feels like he's, you know, the MVP because he brings. He brings that work and that effort to the table. So he's like, well, you know, I get that. I understand that what LeBron has done for the Lakers organization his team, everything. Remember, it was just him and Anthony. It was just Anthony Davis and LeBron and a bunch of dudes. That was a perception. Well, those dudes have been playing at a pretty high clip. And uh, we know why. It was the leadership of LeBron James. Oh, there's no doubt. He's tremendous. And that's the only bad thing about a debate like this, if you make your argument for one guy, it's almost as if you're discrediting the other. We know how valuable LeBron James is. The one thing I disliked about the whole argument is him being 35 years old. I I get it. It's impressive, but it doesn't factor into the MVP. I don't look at it that way. And some might, but I look at it where it's like, what did you do production-wise? I'm not going to grade on a curve just because, well, you're 35. Are we going to vote like that on MVP awards going forward? Like, well, this guy, he's he's 37, and it's pretty impressive what he's doing at 37. So we got a grade on the 37-year-old scale compared to the 23-year-old. And what I don't look at it that way. I just look at what was your production, what was your impact on your team, and if you were to put either player on a random team, and you just take their impact, their production, 
their points, their defense. Like, who would have the greater impact on the league? That's how I look at it. I don't look at it like how old you are and what you do based on your age. Right. I don't look at it that so, way. So with that criteria, who would have a, a, a more profound effect on a team? Say the the, the Sacramento Hornets. King. Yeah, yeah, sure. Or the Hornets. Yeah. I think <laughs> this is where it gets tricky. We know LeBron's credentials. If you put LeBron on any team, they're in the playoffs. Done. Like, end of story. But you've got to look at it just with 2019-2020 numbers. Right. Like or, or, their production or, in that year. Yeah, that's that's fine. And, and just not production, but leadership. Leadership also. Because that counts. Absolutely it does. And without a doubt, not to be a homer, it's LeBron James. That's the, we we know that because we, we've seen it. Have we seen that with the honors? We've seen it in the 2019-20 season. We've seen leadership. We've seen him be the defensive player of the year. We've seen the scoring ability. We've seen the efficiency we've rating. We've seen the his greatest team in play NBA really history. well without him. We saw him win one game against the Miami. I'm, I'm Heat. talking about during the season. Yeah, they played well, but. Hey, look, the Toronto Raptors played well without Kawhi last year in the regular season. Right, and it's a reason they're back, they were back deep into the playoffs again this year. That's what I'm saying, mm-hmm. right? When your team is at that level, you can plug in a Kawhi Leonard and win the championship. Supposedly, you can plug in a Giannis and win the championship, but they can't even get out of the second round of the playoffs. Yeah, it's just, I think that, the postseason causes regular season amnesia. <laughs> and of course, because it, 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 it's just what we're looking at now. Like, Giannis has yeah. been at home for a minute. He's hanging out. You know what I mean? We get a steady dose of, of LeBron's greatness every other night. Yeah. And and I think, you know, it's, it's, it's a regular season award, and, and I get it. But I think you put LeBron James on the Sacramento Kings – their playoff team. You put Giannis on the Sacramento Kings. They're a really good team. I, I think if you put the 2019-20 production of Giannis on the Kings, they're certainly a playoff team also. What seed? Aha! No, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> Who knows? All these hypotheticals. Yeah, But but, but you know, if you, you put Jordan, if he came back and then you <laughs> had it. <laughs> we don't speak in hypotheticals when we say this. When you talk about Ooh, night in, nice. night out, greatness, as you were just talking about with LeBron. When you apply that to an update anchor, that absolutely describes <laughs> Mr. Steve DeSager, There's a friend only of one. America. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. But that would not apply to the Miami Heat tonight, for crying out loud. Final two seconds of the third quarter. They're trailing 89-73 to the Boston Celtics, who may be down two games to one after tonight in the NBA's Eastern Conference Finals. Let's see a series here, Steve. We might be seeing one, and Gordon Hayward has returned. Now, granted, he's one for five shooting off the bench. Three points, three assists, three steals, but he has played over 20 minutes after being out over a month with a a sprained ankle, leading the way in scoring. Jalen Brown with 24 points, Jason Tatum with 20. How about the Heat? 
Well, 39% shooting from the floor. That includes among the starters Jay Crowder, 2 for 7, Goran Dragic, 2 for 8, and Jimmy Butler, 3 for 9, 10 points. It's end of 3, 89-74, Boston in the league. Game 4 of this series will not be until Wednesday night. In the West, Lakers-Nuggets games 2 and 3 will be Sunday and Tuesday nights. Stanley Cup final opener to Dallas tonight, 4-1 over Tampa Bay. Matthew Wolf leads the U.S. Open by two strokes over Bryson DeShane. NASCAR's running at Bristol this evening. Couple laps to go. Kevin Harvick in the lead. Kyle Busch is running second. To college football in progress. It's a top 20 matchup, and currently it's going to the fourth quarter with a Miami Hurricanes lead of 37 to 20 at Louisville. And also in progress, it's Wake Forest tied 35 all at NC State late in the third quarter. Number one, Clemson, with all the scoring in the first half, won 49 nothing over Citadel. Citadel with eight first downs and 11 penalties in this game. Number seven, Notre Dame, 52-0 over South Florida. The dreaded Bulls with 12 drives and 11 first downs uh, at to South Bend. Attendance, 10,000 for that one, by the yeah. way. Yeah, take that, Ack. You know? <laughs> take that, American Athletic oh, Conference. Yeah. Okay. Hatred. Uh, number 11, Oklahoma State, had attendance of 14,000, and they were trailing in the fourth quarter at home to Tulsa. But 13 points in the fourth quarter, and the Cowboys win 16-7. to Easy wins for Cincinnati, and it turned out Central Florida. They were ahead at Georgia Tech 28-21 early fourth quarter. UCF 49-21 the final. Stand up. Number 19, Louisiana in overtime, one at Georgia State. Marshall beat number 23, Appalachian State, wins for Pitt, Boston College, and Navy, which was down 24-0 mid-third quarter and still won at Tulane, 27-24 on a 33-yard field goal on the final play. SMU a winner tonight, 65-35 at North Texas. Next Friday's Memphis game against UT uh, UT San Antonio was canceled due to COVID-19 after last night's game against Houston was postponed. Next Saturday on Fox TV, Kansas State at Oklahoma and then Texas at Texas Tech, the Big Ten schedule will start October 24th, including Nebraska at Ohio State on Fox TV. By the way, the Michigan at Ohio State game due to be December 12th on Fox with the title game a week after. Florida State coach Mike Norvell tested positive for coronavirus. You know, the Seminoles were off today, but they're playing Miami next Saturday night. Saints wide receiver Michael Thomas with a sprained ankle out for Monday night at Las Vegas. Houston Astros pitcher Justin Verlander confirmed the story. He will have Tommy John surgery. Houston beat Arizona 3-2, and we do have an update on those St. Louis Cardinals Mm -hmm. who were getting no hit through six innings at Pittsburgh. Then the starter Mitch Keller was taken out after six no-hit innings, six strikeouts, two walks. He had thrown 84 pitches, and the Cardinals promptly score five runs off the bullpen in the top of the seventh. 5-4 St. Louis, the final at Pittsburgh. Back to you. Man, that By is the way, way to end an update, right Brian. There. No, we have an update on one of the favorite names of this show's history, Equinemius St. Brown. Yeah, from the Notre Dame Fighting Irish knee injury. The Packers have placed the wide receiver on injured reserve, missed practice all week. So yet again this year, we will not be seeing or hearing the name Equinemius St. Brown. Last chance yeah. to say it. That's rough. Well, you were doing good until then to end the update. You know. <laughs> That was well, like I got a Cardinals and an Irish story. <laughs> this is like double chocolate for you. That was a good job by you, Steve DeSager. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. How about this, big man? The other guy here 
that was displeased with votes. Ja Morant, the rookie of the year in the NBA, right? He received 99 of the 100 first place votes. Well, it was revealed that Joe Cowley of the Chicago Sun-Times, he was the one guy who did not vote for John Morant for Rookie of the Year. He voted for Zion instead, which is just ridiculous. Like, John played so many more games than Zion. I don't know how in your right mind you could go Zion instead of Ja this season. But anyway, Ja tweeted, appreciate you. I'm not going to do too much. I'm going to let everybody else do that. (laughs) I just want to know why, LOL. And then he went hand to the chin emoji, kind of like, this seems fishy, right? And ear emoji. Like, let's hear the argument over here, Joe. That's what Ja is saying to the the columnist. I like that. It's well done. Well played by Ja. And did he respond? I don't believe so. Of course not. But, uh... There's no response. That's the whole thing. Like, what's your argument to go with Zion over Ja? There isn't one. It, it's not. He played 45 less games. Yeah, like, and this was even before. Like, we didn't count any of those right. seeding games. Before, he, before the seeding games, he played, what, 19 games, if that, 15 games? He, yeah, Zion barely played. That's crazy. Craziness. See stuff like that. I don't. I don't get. When Shaq won and got a hundred out of a hundred and one votes or whatever it was, I think one guy in Phoenix voted for somebody else, and it was just like, what? Yeah, I hate stuff like that. That's just because you want to be that guy. Yeah, the gatekeeper of yeah, no, but it's you get talked about. Like the guy who just voted for Zion, we're talking about him. Yeah, and that's but that's not good. That's not good. It's not good. <laughs> I mean, it's great to get some pub in general, but when it's associated with this, and it's like, but this is your job. This is what you're paid to do is to eva- this is why you have a vote in the first place. And if you screw it up, that, I, I don't think that's great for your brand. By the way, on a lighter note, this is what Josh said initially when he was informed that he was the rookie of the year, but there was one vote that didn't go his way. Check this out. I need to figure out who was that person, you know, who, who did pick me first. Um, I want to shoot a direct message to them, and, you know, thank them for, you know, motivating me even more to, you know, do more on the floor, be better. I like that. That's the right attitude. Yeah. Now, this is where my silly mind goes. This part. Direct message. He went direct message, right? He didn't say direct message. And so I thought back to the movie Pulp Fiction. And I went back and I was like, I think Jules goes direct, right? Check this out. Go back in there, kill them out, and wait for the cavalry, which should be coming directly. See, he goes directly. And I'm like, what did Marcellus Wallace, how did he say it? Check this out. Go back in there and chill them out and wait for the wolf, which should be coming directly. See, he goes directly. directly. Yeah. What do you opt for? Directly. I do too. Like, go back send in me there, a direct message. Chill them out, <laughs> and the cow will be able to be coming directly. Yeah. I, yeah, I go Marcellus too. Directly. Directly. Some people go Jules. Directly. Directly. Ja went direct. Direct message. 
a direct message. Direct message? And you know what's funny is he didn't send Joe Cowley a direct message. He sent him a message for a, everybody. A message <laughs> message. That's right. He sent it for the world. Uh, yes, Josh should have been unanimous, but I thought he handled it the right way. I thought that was a cool way to go. About Haters going to hate, man. Just yeah. like he hated on, on Ja. Somebody don't, hated don't, on Shaq. Don't do it. Don't do it. Go ahead. Are you doing it? What? Are you do- they are you hated on LeBron. Uh-huh. You hating on UCF. Yeah, I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. You were just telegraphing it. I could tell. You were staring down your receiver. I read you like a free safety. Ah, you did. I knew it was coming. All you right. know what you didn't read? What's that? Coming up next. <laughs> uh, <laughs> from the Geico Studios, I'm Brian Though He's E from Salam. We've got a great betting story for you. We'll also look forward to week two, the NFL slate. I'm Brian No. He's E from Salam. Here on Fox Sports Radio, coming to you from the Geico Studios. Top of the hour, Arnie Spanier, Aaron Torres. Talking ball, hoops, and beyond. Keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio. By the way, what do you root for here, Ephraim? I could grill chicken, pork chops, or steak tonight. Chicken. What do you vote for? Chicken. I think that's a solid choice by you. I asked Lee Robert DeLapp IV, our trusted producer, and Don Brown, our trusted technical producer, and uh, they both initially went with steak. And then Lee kind of went, well, you know, pork chop's pretty good too. Yeah. Pork. You're not a pork chop no, guy, I'm not huh? No, a pork guy. You but you're down with chicken and steak. Yeah, you wouldn't be yeah. a pork guy either if you saw a pig's ate before they made their way to your plate. I don't know that I would be against. They're so I, delicious. I really don't. I don't care. So my okay. grandfather uh, raised pigs for the slaughterhouse. Uh huh. And so when I was little, and we would go from you know he they live in South Carolina, Newberry, South Carolina. We had a farm, a family farm, been in our family for a long time, still is, and. We had cows, uh, all everything, but we raised pigs for the slaughterhouse, for mm-hmm. the the bacon factory, as they like to call it. And we used to have to feed the pigs. So my grandfather wake us up at four thirty in the morning, and we'll load up the pickup truck, and we'll me and my cousins will get in the back of the pickup truck, and sit back there with the buckets of slop. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> It turns you against pork chops. (laughs) Bruh. I'm fine with them. That slop would be slush, like splashing around back there. If it touched you, you might as well have been dead. (laughs) I'm talking about, do you you ever have a time where you just clean out your refrigerator? Yeah, there are times. It's like, oh, man, this has been in here since. Yeah, it's expired. Right? Oh, this is milk lumpy. Oh, this is, what is it? This has been you do all that. You put it in a bucket. Then you sit the buckets outside in the sun, the heat, and all. And at the end of the week, you gather all those buckets. You load them up in the back of the truck, and you take them, and you pour them in the trough for the pigs. And they're just like, this is awesome. Give me more. It's like anything, a pig will eat anything. A pig will eat itself. <laughs> a couple of times some of the pigs had died. Uh-huh. The, the pigs just ate them. <laughs> they just ate them. They're crazy. Like, okay, well, I will not eat pork chops tonight. Okay, just good. Just based Thank on you. that. Thank okay? you. Uh, I just yeah. saved you right there. You're welcome. Okay, 
Little two-minute drill here. Let's go fast, big man. Let's go. It's a great betting story. So last week, a better forked down $10, 11-leg parlay at Bet G- BetMGM and won just under just over $152,000. Mm. Turned $10 into $152K and included, he had the Georgia Tech money line. Remember, they were 12.5-point dogs and were losing to Florida State. So Georgia Tech came back, won that game. Arkansas State, they were a 14-and-a-half-point dog. He went money line on that game also. And the best bet, he went with UTSA. And that was the team who was trailing, came all the way back. Texas State missed an extra point that might have won the game in regulation, then they missed a chip shot field goal. So all those things magically lined up, turned $10 into over 152 k That is... That is beautiful right there. That's a win. That is beautiful. Okay, so what are you looking at in terms of week two? What's the line or what's the team that you think, you know what, if I had to lay, I don't know, a dollar amount that matters to you on one team, who would you lay that money on this week? (sighs) I probably, I laid on Green Bay. Green Bay, okay, Mm -hmm. yeah. Against the Lions? Yep. Yeah. At home against the Lions. Yeah, I want to see how Deshaun Watson in that Texans offense looks against the Ravens because that was not a great debut for the Texans. No. Nope. Against the Chiefs and the Ravens. How about that schedule? Back-to-back back Chiefs and the Ravens. I mean, the Ravens, yeah, that, right? That, like, that's, that's pretty rough. That's a rough sheesh. intro. By the way, got a great tweet here. So this is Paul, hashtag Bills Mafia. Love that handle. And he just wrote, I'm drunk right now, and I still hate that song. He was talking about Don't Stop <laughs> Believing" from Journey. We had a little discussion about that. Now, our technical producer, Don Brown, who, um, you know, formerly of the Air Force, he rides hard for that song. I had no idea. Ephraim Salam. Can you believe that? No. It's true. He rides, of all the things to ride hard for, that's right up there with UCF. Get out of here. UCF stand down. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare live nation presents concert week now through may 14th get 25 dollars tickets to over 5,000 shows that's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. 
until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.